0: July the 7th, starting with Proverbs chapter 18, verse 19. An offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. Arguments separate friends like a gate locked with bars. Psalm chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. For the choir director, a psalm of David to be accompanied by the flute. O Lord, hear me as I pray. Pay attention to my groanings. Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God, for I pray to no one but You. Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning I bring my request to You and wait expectantly. O God, You take no pleasure in wickedness. You cannot tolerate the sins of the wicked. Therefore, the proud may not stand in Your presence, for You hate all who do evil. You will destroy those who tell lies. The Lord detests murderers and deceivers. Because of your unfailing love, I can enter your house. I will worship at your temple with deepest awe. Lead me in the right path, O Lord, for my enemies will conquer me, or my enemies will conquer me. Make your way plain for me to follow. My enemies cannot speak a truthful word. Their deepest desire is to destroy others. Their talk is foul, like the stench from an open grave. Their tongues are filled with flattery. O God, declare them guilty. Let them be caught in their own traps. Drive them away because of their many sins. For they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises forever. Spread your protection over them, that all who love your name may be filled with joy. For you bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with your shield of love. Acts chapter 25 verses 1 through 27. Three days after Festus arrived in Caesarea to take over his new responsibilities, he left for Jerusalem where the leading priests and other Jewish leaders met with him and made their accusations against Paul. They asked Festus as a a favor to transfer Paul to Jerusalem, planning to ambush and kill him on the way. But Festus replied that Paul was in Caesarea, and he himself would be returning there soon. So he said, Those of you in authority can return with me. If Paul has done anything wrong, you can make your accusations. About eight or ten days later, Festus returned to Caesarea, and on the following day, he took his seat in court and ordered that Paul be brought in. When Paul arrived, the Jewish leaders from Jerusalem gathered around and made many serious accusations they couldn't prove. Paul denied the charges. I'm not guilty of any crime against the Jewish laws or the temple or the Roman government, he said. Then Festus, wanting to please the Jews, asked him, Are you willing to go to Jerusalem and stand trial before me there? But Paul replied, No, this is the official Roman court, so I ought to be tried right here. You know very well I am not guilty of harming the Jews. If I have done something worthy of death, I don't refuse to die. But if I am innocent, No one has a right to turn me over to these men to kill me. I appeal to Caesar. Festus conferred with his advisors and then replied, Very well, you have appealed to Caesar, and to Caesar you will go. A few days later, King Agrippa arrived with his sister Bernice to pay their respects to Festus. During their stay of several days, Festus discussed Paul's case with the king. There is a prisoner here, he told him, whose case was left for me by Felix. When I was in Jerusalem, the leading priests and Jewish elders pressed charges against him and asked me to condemn him. I pointed out to them that Roman law does not convict people without a trial. They must be given an opportunity to confront their accusers and defend themselves. When his accusers came here for the trial, I didn't delay. I called the case the very next day and order paul brought in but the accusations made against him weren't in any of the crimes i expected instead it was something about the their religion and a dead man named jesus who paul insists is alive i was at a loss to know how to investigate these things so i asked him whether he would be willing to stand trial on these charges in jerusalem but paul appealed to have his case decided by the emperor So I ordered that he be held in custody until I could arrange to send him to Caesar. I'd like to hear the man myself, Agrippa said. And Festus replied, You will, tomorrow. So the next day Agrippa and Bernice arrived at the auditorium with great pomp, accompanied by military officers and prominent men of the city. Festus ordered that Paul be brought in. Then Festus said, King Agrippa and all who are here. This is the man whose death is demanded by all the Jews, both here and in Jerusalem. But in my opinion, he has done nothing deserving death. However, since he appealed his case to the emperor, I have decided to send him to Rome. But what shall I write the emperor? For there is no clear charge against him. So I have brought him here before all of you, and especially you, King Agrippa, so that after we examine him, I might have something to write. For it makes no sense to send a prisoner to the emperor without specifying the charges against him. First Chronicles chapter four verse five through chapter five verse seventeen, Ashur the father of Tekoa, had two wives named Hela and Naara. Naara gave birth to Ahuzam, Hefer, Temeni. And Haashtari, Hela gave birth to Zereth, Ishar, Ethnan, and Koz, who became the ancestor of Anub, Zobeba, and all the families of Aharel, son of Harum. There was a man named Jabez who was more honorable than any of his brothers. His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. He was the one who prayed to God of it. To the God of Israel, O oh, that you would bless me, and expand my territory, please be with me in all that I do, and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted him his request. Kelob, the brother of Shuha, was father of Mahir, Mahir was the father of Eshtan, Eshton was the father of Beth Rapha, Pasea the and Tehanai. Teh- Tehina was the father of Ir-Nahash. These were the descendants of Rekah. The sons of Kenaz were Othniel and Saraiah. Othniel's sons were Hathath and Meonathai. Meonathai was the father of Ophrah. Saraiah was the father of Joab, the founder of the Valley of Craftsmen, so-called because they were craftsmen. The sons of Caleb, Son of Jephunneh were Iru, Ela, and Naam. The son of Ela was Kenaz. The sons of Jahalel were Ziph, Zaphah, Teria, and Azharel. The sons of Ezra were Jether, Mered, Epher, and Jalon. One of Mered's wives became the mother of Miriam, Shemai, and Ishba. The father of Eshtemoa. He married a woman from Judah who became the mother of Jared, the father of Gedor, Heber, the father of Soko, and Jecuthiel the father of Zanoah. Mered also married Bethia, a daughter of Pharaoh, and she bore him children. Hodiah's wife was the sister of Naham. One of her sons was the father of Kailah, the Garmite, and another was the father of Eshtemoa, the Ma'akathite. The sons of Shimon were Amnon, Rinna, Ben-Hanan, and Tylon. The descendants of Ishi were Zoheth and Ben-Zoheth. Shelah was one of Judah's sons. The descendants of Shelah were Ur, the father of Lekha, Laada, La'adah, the father of Moresha, the families of linen workers at Beth-Ashbeah, Jokim, the men of Kozeba and Joash and Saraph, who ruled over Moab, and Jashubai, Je- Lahem. These names all come from ancient records. They were the pottery makers who lived in Netayim in Giderah. They lived there and worked for the king. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Jarib, Zohar, and Shaul. The descendants of Shaul were Shalom, Mibsam, and Mishma. The descendants of Mishma were Hamuel, Zachur, and Shemai. Shemai had sixteen sons and six daughters, but none of his brothers had large families. So Simeon's tribe never grew as large as the tribe of Judah. They lived in Beersheba, Moladah, Hazar Shu'al, Bilhah, Ezem, Toled, Bethuel, Horma, Ziklag, beth Markaboth, Hazar-Susim, beth Beuri, and Sha'arayim. These towns were under their control until the time of King David. Their descendants also lived in Etam, Ain, Ramon, Token, and Ashan, five towns, and their surrounding villages as far away as Baalath. This was their territory. And these names are listed in their genealogical records. Other descendants of Simeon included Meshobab, Jamlek, Josha, son of Amaziah, Joel, Jehu, son of Joshai Baya, son of Sariah, son of Asael, Elio Anai, Jaokoboa, jesho Haya, Asaya, Adael, Jessimael, Benaiah, and Ziza, from Shiphai, son of Alon, son of Jediah, son of Shimri, son of Shemiah. These were the names of some of the leaders of Simeon's wealthy clans. Their families grew, and they traveled to the region of Gerar, in the east part of the valley, seeking pasture land for their flocks. They found lush pastures there, and the land was spacious, quiet, and peaceful. Some of Ham's descendants had been living in that region. But during the reign of King Hezekiah of Judah, these leaders of Simeon invaded the region and completely destroyed the homes of the descendants of Ham and of the Medunites. No trace of them remains today. They killed everyone who lived there and took the land for themselves because they wanted its good pasture land for their flocks. Five hundred of these invaders from the tribe of Simeon went to Mount Seir, led by Pelatiah, Naariah, and Repha'iah, and Uziel, all sons of Ishi. They destroyed the few Amalekites who, lived, who had survived, and they have lived there ever since. The oldest son of Israel was Reuben, but since he dishonored his father by sleeping with one of his father's concubines, his birthright was given to the sons of his brother Joseph. For this reason, Reuben is not listed in the genealogical records uh, as the firstborn son. The descendants of Judah became the most powerful tribe and provided a ruler for the nation, but the birthright belonged to Joseph. The sons of Reuben, the oldest son of Israel, were Hanok, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. The descendants of Joel were Shemaiah, Gog, Shemaiah, Micah, Reiah, Baal, and Bera. Bera was the leader of the Reubenites when they were taken into captivity by King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria. Bera's relatives are listed in their genealogical records by their clans. Jael, the leader, Zechariah, and Bela, son of Azaz, son of Shema, son of Joel. The Reubenites lived in the area that stretches from Aroer to Nebo and Baal-Meon. And since they had so many livestock in the land of Gilead, they spread east toward the edge of the desert that stretches to the Euphrates River. During the reign of Saul, the Reubenites defeated the Hagrites in battle. Then they moved into the Hagrite settlements all along the eastern edge of Gilead. Next to the Reubenites, the descendants of Gad, lived in the land of Bashan, as far east as saleh Joel was the leader of the land of Bashan, and Shafam was second in command, followed by Janai and Shafat. Their relatives, the leaders of seven other clans, were Michael, Meshulam, Sheba, Jarai, Jakan, Zia, and Eber. These were all descendants of Abahael, son of Huri, son of Jaroah, son of Gilead, son of Michael, son of Jasheshai, son of Jado, son of Buz, Ahai, son of Abdiel, son of Guni, was the leader of their clans. The Gadites lived in the land of Gilead and Bashan in its villages and throughout all the pasture lands of Sharon. All of these were listed in the genealogical records during the days of King Jotham of Judah and King Jeroboam of Israel. And that concludes the reading of the word for July the 7th.